And we are on episode three. My name is Charlotte. I'm Kyler. And this is our podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. And today um, is our first time we have ever had a guest on our podcast. Not just any guest. Who are you? Uh, hello there, viewers of uh, SoundCloud and YouTube and the world. Uh, my name's Derek, and uh, you can call me uh, Derelict, I guess. Derelict. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I'm uh, happy to be on this podcast. And I want to like take a minute and actually thank you for coming on to the podcast. And I also want to give some backstory. Derek um, has actually been one of our listeners and has been really supportive of the podcast since like it's birth. Started, really. yeah. yeah. He's really kind of um, given us good input. So I want to thank you for being on the podcast and also showing your support. Yeah. And secondly, um, well, and first and foremost, let me just say, okay, so I've been kind of going through this thing, and not that the demographic that I'm trying to aim for right now would be listening, but if you are going to take the opportunity to try to hit on a girl on social media and your segue into it is the fact that she has a podcast, do me a favor and listen to the fucking podcast. First, yeah. <laughs> because I have gotten, okay, an example of today. Hey, I saw that you had a podcast. Very rarely do you find a woman with beauty and brains, and you have both. I said, yo, thank you so much for the support. Did you listen to it? He said, LOL, no. <laughs> Damn. And no. then proceeds to send Damn. a picture of his dog and says, Kia says it's hot out. Wow. Oh, interesting. I'm wow. just saying. But <laughs> uh, well played. Please, take but a step back. I don't know, and maybe I'll do this weekly where I will give men a little bit more instruction, and I don't know if you're, like, trying to... Should we make it, like, a weekly thing where we read at least one message per podcast? How the most awkward message get from the like... yeah. How to get laid. It's going to be a new segment on our podcast. Here's the, here's the thing. Oh, wow. I mean, gentlemen, effort goes a long, long way. Yeah. And, you know, what like okay if you're just trying to smash like wrong girl first of all second of all i mean like i get it but there has to be a certain sense of effort that is going on where you're all like okay it lie lying is like great you could be like yes i totally listen to it or and then just go through the highlighted parts like okay a podcast would typically get interesting at 30 minutes let yep. me skim over that and then tell you that was my favorite fucking part that's all you have to do so that's just like something to put out there. But I also wanted to thank Derek because um, typically I wouldn't have like the audacity, play on words, mm -hmm. to <laughs> ask a guy um, to be on the podcast. Um, but Derek had went ahead and initiated that he uh, think it would be beneficial for him to be on here mm -hmm. for our viewers. So I really wanted to say thank you for that. Um, and I guess, like, initially going to it, what what had kind of prompted that? Where were you like, okay, you know what, I think this would be a good idea? Well, I knew y'all were uh, doing the podcast. Um, I listened to the first two, and I thought that uh, it was a kind of a unique idea. And, yeah. uh, you know, the first time around, like, the fir first podcast, I thought it was uh, very insightful in, in certain ways. And uh, I thought, let me add something to it by, I guess, hopping on or trying to hop on. So, uh you know, I, I reached out to Charlotte and whatnot. Um, by the way, are you going to mention, like, how we met and everything? Well, like so I was going to go <laughs> into that. So, 
this uh, the title of this episode is going to be a little bit of a contradiction because I have mentioned before that I am very forthcoming in the fact that I'm trans. Um, <laughs> but the title of this is He Didn't Know I Was Trans. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So I'll let you like kind of give the background on this. How did we meet, Derelict? Okay, so uh, there's this amazing place out in Colorado called Red Rocks. It, uh, it has some of the greatest artists of our time, and we just so happened to go to Above and Beyond. And, uh, Good show, though. That was amazing. It was a fantastic really... show. I spent a, the vast majority of it in the bathroom um, <laughs> yeah. talking to other women and like sitting them down and be like, who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. Why are you dressed like this? Why are you acting like this? Go home and call your dad. He loves you. And <laughs> As you were in a bad as I was the sluttiest the, vo- the voice of reason Charlotte. I was upset because okay back in my day like we, we had like Skylab that was like our I, rave I went to two Skylabs yeah so mm-hmm. those were our raves and we dressed to impress back then oh we, yeah we Tits dress out. like we do not respect ourselves no. and we are going to have a party and we're going to have a good time and Grade A baby prostitute. And then I showed up to this thinking, you know, like, this is my generation. I can still do well with it. And everybody's dressed up in furry outfits. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the whole furry, like, epidemic, I'll call it. I've never really been into, like, the whole rave outfits or anything like that. We're just so doing a bash I'm session. Just, I'm, I'm clueless. <laughs> We're just bashing. Yeah. Um, bash that dude in Unsubscribe. DMs. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Hit that all button of you right, right there. now. <laughs> okay, so... So... We were all at Red Rocks, right? Yes. We were all at Red Rocks, basically, um, <laughs> you know, having a good time. All of a sudden, uh, Charlotte comes up to me, and uh, you know, she, she approached me. We'll, we'll leave it at that. No, and, no, uh, no, no, no. We would need the nitty gritty. Okay, and beforehand, let me also mention, <laughs> I had... Copious lo- amounts of alcohol. No, I, I, Allegedly. 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 Okay. I had been drinking a little bit, and um, I like to take pride in the fact that I carry myself as a lady <laughs> at all times. <clears throat> um, some people might some people might beg to differ and Derelict had been drinking a lot that night as well so he has a different view on how the night went but everybody's opinions matter and so I, I guess you can continue on what you think allegedly that had happened. Allegedly. Keep that in mind guys. Well, it was, uh, it was a good night, and uh, Charlotte approached me, and, uh, you know, we were dancing and everything. I got her up on my shoulders. Um, oh, that's a Florida special, by the way. Apparently, it's outlawed First impression. So, like, yeah. what did I say when I first came up? Like, how uh, did this interaction go? Oh, this is amazing! In Charlotte's, in Charlotte's <laughs> voice. Something like that. You're going to yeah. need to go a little lower and raspier. <laughs> Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> no, I think I was using my sexy baby bedtime voice. So it's oh. like, hey, baby. <laughs> this yeah. is such a good team, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I'll let, I'll let you speak. I'm interrupting too much. Well, it, it's... It, okay, so uh, came on the podcast to give you uh, my perspective as, uh, I guess, a straight cis male and uh, mean two hot chicks at a, at a rave, we'll call it, and um, just kind of like what it looks like from the other side. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was just... You know, it was it was a good night, and um, here to talk about it. So I had approached you, and oh, yeah. I obviously said, "My name is Charlotte. You will treat me with respect." 
Yeah. May I get on your you shoulders? So <laughs> may I get on your shoulders so I can see the show a little bit better because I'm a little bit more vertically challenged than everybody around. And keep in mind, guys, I was not here for any of this. I was talking to random strangers and falling down steps. So yes. I'm gonna let them take <laughs> over this a little bit. Okay. So uh yeah, uh one thing led to another and uh uh you know, Charlotte basically is like thimble weight. She's like 105 pounds maybe so i was like jumping all around muscle. Yeah. all muscle <laughs> yeah all, all muscle and dignity and uh and uh had her on my shoulders and uh yeah uh, one one thing led to another the guard came over and was like hey get her down can't do that here you're, you're blocking the view which is ridiculous because like red rocks is like on steps so there's no problem but you know you, you know, when in rome do what the romans do and uh right right so then at that point <clears throat> How did the conversation go? Did we have any conversation while we were at Red Rocks? I think we were just vibing at that point. Yeah, because, um, okay, I do kind of remember some parts of it. So we were walking. We had been, we went to the top because I think we had to pee. Is that what happened? I think, yeah, I think we did have to go pee. Um, And then we started going through the crowds and... I couldn't see the stage. <clears throat> okay. And this was my... So, like, also, like, to mention... This is her you, first Red Rock Yeah, show. did you think I was, like, a huge EDM, like, head? Like, did you think, like, I really... Mm, no. I think this was probably your first time. Did yeah. You really guess? Okay. So, it's pretty obvious. This was, like, my first time. Yeah, more or less, yeah. Okay, so we were, like, going through the crowd. Um, and... We're, like, walking to the front. We're walking to the front. Like, I remember periodically Kyler and I would stop, and she's like, do you want to stay here? And I'm all like, I can't fucking see anything. And keep in mind, I'm five foot ten, and I go to raves all the time. So, like, being in the crowd is kind of, like, my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just like, I can't I can't fucking see shit. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And so we, I was, like, more forward, more forward. You were probably how many, how many mm. steps back would you say from the stage? I'd say maybe uh, a fourth of the way up, maybe. Okay. So, okay. And Red Rocks has, like, I think <laughs> 60 or 70 flights of stairs. Yeah. yeah. So, so then 50 to 20, we maybe. had walked down more and more, and then I had saw a derelict. And he, I remember you were just, were looking like you had, like, you were having, like, a lot of fun. And I was just like, well, shit, that's, like, me. Like, I want to have fun. That's and then me. he was like, wait, do you want to get on my shoulders? And I was like fuck yeah dude like i've been trying for the past 20 minutes to be able to see the stage and then my joy was kind of cut short pretty immediately after that because then the security had come up and they were just all like hey you get that harlot off your shoulder (laughs) harlot charlotte she's she's stealing the show no i'm just kidding she's stealing the show everyone's looking at her everyone in the back was looking at charlotte so what was your what was your first impression like when we approached up right and we, like, come up, what was first impressions? Okay. Or were you, like, focused on the show? Well, first of all, yeah. The two of you, I was just for sure, like, rave chicks. <laughs> Usual run-of-the-mill. I yeah. mean, I've been to a bunch of raves. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I thought it was basically, you know, business as usual. And mm-hmm. uh, shoulders as usual. Well, uh, and also it's, like, worth mentioning, you're, like, how tall? I'm six seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So tall guy. And it was just like you know you came up and uh, you had a good energy and uh, above and beyond is amazing. So uh, it wasn't really hard to, uh, I guess, get into it. But 
uh, to the viewers out there, I just gotta say, like, these two were fucking smoking hot. Just saying. <laughs> um, and uh, I for sure thought that, uh, you know, just rave chicks, you know, nondescript, any other day. It was all illusions. It was all propaganda. That was a really illusion. That was a really good day for me. I remember even before yeah. we were going to the shows, I was like, "Wow, I actually would, in some cultures, probably be considered really attractive right now," <laughs> because yeah. typically, like, I mean, like, it, you get dressed up for a show. And see, in my case, I hired a personal hairstylist and makeup team. Um, they were there <laughs> two hours before. <laughs> oh. I got a personal spray tan. Some fitted veneers so I had a really nice <laughs> smile that night they put um, an umbrella above your head while yeah yeah so I didn't get rained on yeah. um, well and we yeah. met we met pretty close to the end of the show is that right I think uh, for my yeah. it's like I think it was the last hour within the last hour because at that point yeah. of the night I was walking around talking to everyone yeah and that yeah so it was like the last hour and then I found you somehow yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then and then, so what happened after that, Derelict? So, uh, basically, you know, my buddy was there, and it was his last night in Colorado, so, you know, I let him kind of, like, make the decisions, like, what we wanted to do, and uh, so we left Red Rocks, then we went, I mean, I don't know if you want me to bore them with all the, like, the small details, but, you know, we went and sobered up, and then we went back to the, uh... uh the infamous the, lighthouse. Exactly, the lighthouse, we went to the lighthouse, <laughs> and, um... <laughs> You know, mistakes were made, adventures were had, but, uh, it's, uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I, okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that, uh... That sounded very sexual. Let right, me well, recount the night how I saw it. I okay, saw yeah. us meeting at Red Rocks. I said, I'm a respectable woman, you will respect me. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, I will place you on my shoulders, you will yes. see the show. Yeah. Afterwards, I had to pee, so I went yes. to the bathroom delicately dainty wise and then he said you seem like a respectable woman I would like to take you to to IHOP IHOP yeah and I said as you should and we (laughs) this is funny that's exactly how that whole conversation (laughs) we asked who was the most sober and it was me so clearly I drove the car Uh, no and and then it proved to be that you were not the most sober (laughs) so Allegedly, <laughs> maybe keep in mind, guys. We sorted it out, but yeah. So we got home safely and soberly. Yes, and, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then at that point, I had said thank you for a very charming evening. I feel like I have complete pride in how I conducted myself for this evening, and we gave I will them a high five. Turn myself in for bed. And nice. we walked in. So that's my bed. point of view. That is my point that's of view. That's all I remember it too, I guess. Keep in mind this was all before twelve o'clock at night. Yeah. So good she means five AM, but yeah. Oh. Twelve. Mm. Korean time. Allegedly. But you know what my problem is? <laughs> no, I'll tell you what my problem is. No, I'll tell you what my problem is. Is that I think that I've calmed down a lot more in my mid-twenties, um, and I don't think that I drink, like, as hard, and I, I think that, like, I don't know, I have a good sense of, like, responsibility mm-hmm. and having fun, and then, um, but when I have fun and when I cut loose, like, I like to let my hair down. Yeah. So then, when I hear stories about how I am, that kind of reminds me of how I was. And I'm, yeah. 
I'm just like, she sounds like a very sweet girl. And why the fuck is anybody talking to her? <laughs> like, yeah. why are you guys <laughs> encouraging this behavior? Because she really should be, like, going to church. And she really should be <laughs> just, you know, like, you guys shouldn't be entertaining any of this. Yeah. You're okay in the second half of the night, though. I was. A- after after the IHOP, we, you were okay. I will definitely say we I went to IHOP, by the way. Yeah. Because I went to sleep. She That's did. Was, no, no, we, you, you were a little more lucid after the IHOP. I mean, okay. You sobered up a little bit. Because you said earlier that, like, I wasn't that great before, well, before I we mean, went to IHOP. You know, the, the viewers, they, they don't need to know all the, all the details, I, I suppose, but, uh, you know, she, she was uh, ladylike, kind of. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because I use that phrase loosely. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. Let's get to where it's interesting. <laughs> so, so we had met that night. You and because um, you did have your friend who was going back to um, another state the yeah, next Florida, day. Florida. Florida. Yeah. Florida. So then, how did we get in touch after that? So basically, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Again, <laughs> ladylike. I, I promise. Um, basically, you know, uh, gave you my number. Yeah. We were texting the next day and whatnot. First text, like in the receipts, I said, "I found this number in my underwear." Right. That Honey. that's a true. That's a true statement. Um, <laughs> I, I felt that if I didn't put the number somewhere important, it would be lost. Uh-huh. And uh, lo and behold, it worked. Uh, but but uh, damn, uh, why, why don't you tell the the viewers out there like your side of like day two and my side? Well. I'll tell my side of day two. Okay, so day two, um, and I, as I had mentioned, guys, earlier in the podcast in episode one, I did state that typically I, do, I am very forthcoming about me being trans, and I do mention that pretty early on, um, which is kind of a daunting task, especially because, like, I mean, like, so you were there, you understand, like, how the environment at Red Rocks is. Yeah. Do you see at any point in time where it would have been appropriate for me to step aside and be like, hey, like, by the way, you should know? It w- it might have been a stretch. I mean, you you could have told me at the time, but it, it, it would have been tough. I understand that would have put you in a tough spot, though. And, like, looking in, like, perspective, like, because, like, okay, so typically, I mean... From what I had seen, you had really, really good vibes that night. And from from where I was standing, it seemed very platonic. Um, so it was hard for me to just, like... And, and you know what? Some nights, like, especially on a night like that where you're drinking and you're having fun and, like, you're at a show, the last thing you want to do is... Is disclose that you're trans. <laughs> you know? Yeah. See, okay. So I've been... As I said previously, I've gone to a lot of shows since I was sneaking out of the house at, like, 14. Um, sorry, Mom. But I feel like there's been times where I've met a guy at a rave, and I don't think much of it, and I don't tell him that I'm trans. But it never goes anywhere beyond being platonic. Yeah. You know? So I've been in, like, the same situations that just unfolded. And I don't know, just, like, looking back at it, it's like how would this person react under alcohol influence of whatever they may be under to me saying that I'm trans like I don't want to put myself in risk for something bad to happen so or ruin your night by or ruin being my rejected. night yeah. you know what I'm saying like, like, I want to have a good night like I spend, anxiety, I yeah, yeah. And it's like, like, you know. I view it as I spend money sometimes hundreds of dollars to go to festivals and I don't want my night to be ruined because somebody doesn't accept me for being who I am you know like even yeah. if you're just like if 
Because, like, even in a platonic situation where you're just like, hey, just so you know, I'm trans. And then the guy's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this, that, and the third. I've had that happen to me. How's that going to make you feel? Do you know what I'm saying? On a night, you're trying to have fun. Yeah, I've had that happen to me at, where was that? I think it was Global Dance three years ago. I It just kind of slipped out to a guy that I was talking to. I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm trans. He's like, oh, you're fucking trans. And he literally just, like, walked away from me. And I was like, my whole fucking weekend is ruined because of this. Pipe the fuck down. Sorry, we have dogs that are kind of insane. Um, so then, at that point, um, okay, I'm trying to recall directly without having to just, like, go through my phone, but I think that you, I texted you the next day, and then we had started talking, um, and then it, like, hit me at some point, and also this is something that kind of bites me in the ass sometimes, is I typically kind of do you ever feel this way where you kind of like i feel like he knows like you just kind of assume maybe he'll know you're yeah actually yeah can i do a little little quick backstory yeah. about this so i was going out with this guy and we matched on um tinder and we went on a few dates and stuff we went on one date and i assumed he knew because of my tinder bio it says that i'm a trans woman just so there's not any like miscommunication there and we went on two dates, and he didn't bring it up, and I was like, well, maybe he's just one of those guys that isn't going to bring it up. And I brought it up to him, and he was like, oh, no, I didn't know. And I was like, didn't you read my Tinder profile? He was like, no, I don't read really? profiles. <laughs> Do you ever feel in a situation when you're just, like, you've, like, met a guy, and you've, like, uh-huh. spoken with them, and then you're just kind of like, you know what, to be honest, maybe he just knows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I've, like, like... Oh, yeah. Okay, like a face Like, maybe he won't situation. be shocked. Yeah, like, yeah. maybe it'll just be, like, something where he's like, He's oh, like, yeah, okay, I kind of like knew that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's happened, um... I feel like I feel like me. that a lot. Really? I feel like I feel like that a lot. Why? I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just because, um... I don't know, and it's really not, like, our last topic was internalized transphobia, or, like, being anything like that, and it really has nothing to do with that. that. It's just, like, for some reason, I feel like the way I carry myself, or, like, the way, I don't know. I don't know how I project it. It's just sometimes I just feel like maybe it wouldn't be, like, or maybe that I feel like society's just, like, progressed enough where there's enough trans women where people can just kind of seek it out. See, like... I feel like sometimes it does happen, but I don't think it, I don't feel that way often. And no. I don't know why. I guess, or maybe it's just wishful thinking on me. Yeah. Mind. Maybe well, it's yeah, just kind it's of like, like. It is a good thing. It's like, you know, like, I don't know. Well, so getting on topic, I think that um, it had like crossed my mind because you had asked to hang out. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. You were like, um, and I had mentioned something about mini golf. So then at that point I had. Um, just been like, okay, you know what, like, if he does know or if he doesn't know, like, I think that the best thing to do before anybody invests in anything further is to just, like, throw it out there mm-hmm. and just, um, so what was your kind of, like, experience when I had done that? So, uh, first of all, you gotta understand from a straight, like, cis male's point of view, um, it, that that's a bombshell to drop on someone. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I did not know how to respond to that. Um, well, I can, well uh, sorry, um, but I didn't mean to interrupt. But I also think it's like worth mentioning that like the way that Kyler and I like how we interact on the podcast is like a different side to us mm-hmm. than it is like. So if you're to meet me in like a setting like how we had met, I do have like a very sarcastic. 
Exactly. Tone oh. to me. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I was just going to say that. Yeah. I'm, I'm um. extremely sarcastic and I'm very like half the time you really don't know if I'm being serious or <laughs> yeah. if I'm just like, you know, feeding you bullshit. I, I was just going to say, um, basically like Charlotte's a bullshitter. Like, let's just call it what it is. I mean, yeah. she's really funny and witty and you know, when she told me, oh yeah, by the way, um, I'm a trans woman. <laughs> very funny. That was verbatim what I texted her. Yeah, because uh, how did I tell you about it? Like, what did I, I well, say? I don't know exactly. I can't recall exactly what I said, or what you said, rather, but... Um, yeah, it kind of even on. seemed in a joking way. Uh, but, but it? It, yeah. like, you know, I had just gone to a rave with two hot chicks, and now she's telling... A sarcastic chick is telling me <laughs> that she's... Yeah, very funny. That was... I, I just... I was in total disbelief. Uh, they say that, like... You had no suspicions whatsoever. I mean, they say that denial is, like, the most predictable of all human feelings. Like, it, it, it's true. I mean, I just... There's just no possible way that, that she wasn't, you know, a cis woman. Like, no way. Yeah. And, um... So, yeah. When I came across, like, probably pretty immature and maybe hurtful, I, I, I really... I, I really didn't believe it. And, uh, you know, you talked about in your first podcast about, like, leniency... Mm-hmm. With uh, you know the the cis community, like uh, you know, if if we expect this from us, then like we have to expect this from them, and yeah. Um, well, and it's also new to you because you had mentioned earlier you've never even <laughs> never interacted. Never. With a I, trans I never person. talked with a trans person in my life, and uh, you know, we I talked to you for six hours, you know, that night, and I, <laughs> I had no idea. Like, uh, if there any any. Um, straight cis people listening um i'll I'll tell you what uh sometimes you can't tell a difference and uh it kind of blows your mind when when you know when you find out and that was uh that was quite the reveal (laughs) by the way (laughs) um when i started to believe you holy shit that was a reveal so where did you start to believe me uh when you when i kept texting you and you know you were like batting down like my attempts to be funny about it like I, I started to realize oh my god like she's really being serious like because Jared fact- like has a really funny sense of humor you're real like yeah. we almost have pretty close to the same Ex- exactly so in Charlotte being Charlotte like I I really of course she's bullshitting with me she bullshitted with me like the last like 24 <laughs> hours of course <laughs> duh so yeah it, it was it, my suspension of disbelief it wasn't where it needed to be and uh you know, I, I didn't mean to come across as abrasive. I really just didn't believe you because I thought you were telling another joke. Like, yeah. You had the entire <laughs> night. Yeah. Which I get a lot. A lot of people, like, I think that when I do disclose that I'm trans, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people don't think I'm being serious yeah. because I talk so much shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm does. such a troll, dude. <laughs> like, I'm such a fucking <laughs> troll. Like, <laughs> and I, and so. When I do sit down and I tell them, and I think even if I recall, like the way I said it was not even like, hey, I'm going to tell you something intimate about me or anything like that. And you were like, LOL. Yeah, something like that. LMFAO, you know, and I was just like, "Um, no, like literally I do. Like, and uh, I don't know. Do you think that the way I could have presented it could have been a little bit better or like more... Okay, so uh, I was thinking about this because, you know, I kind of try to, like, prepare some thoughts before this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, like, what you were talking about from your first podcast is, like, basically tell tell the guy immediately as yeah. soon as you can. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I understand, like, Kyler's point of view that, you know, the vibes and everything weren't right for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what I would say from my point of view as a straight cis male is 
it's almost like if the three of us were going to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. So let's say we're going to watch Pulp Fiction, since everyone loves Pulp Fiction, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's say, you know, you had the remote, and you had three options. You can either change the channel in the opening credits. You could change the channel, like, halfway through the movie or, like, maybe 30 minutes into the movie. Or you could change the channel right at the scene where they're about to go, like, John Travolta and, and Uma are about to dance. Like, the, uh, like the climax of yeah. the movie. Okay, so there's three different there's three different reactions I would give. Like, it, like if Kyler were changing the channel in the opening credits where it says, like, Quentin Tarantino presents, she can't change the channel. I'd be like, uh, Kyler, like, turn it back, please. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch this. Yeah. 30 minutes in the movie, you know, she changed the channel. I would be like, Kyler, hello, duh, like, yeah. change it back. You know, an hour and a half, the climax, Kyler, give me the fucking remote. Are you fucking crazy? Give right. me the remote yeah. right now. Right now. Give <laughs> yeah. me the remote. And that's the, the thing I'm, I'm getting at is like the immersion with the woman. If I'm like, ki- like if I just met you like two minutes ago, you tell me you're trans, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I have to weigh it in my mind. But it's not, like, a, a big deal at all, really. I'm just very superficially, like, weighing in my mind. Do I, you know, I want to hang out or not? Mm-hmm. 30 minutes in, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, okay, that's a decision to make. A day later, or as you guys said in your, in your first podcast, like, three weeks, <laughs> I want to say you said, like, uh, one guy. That, okay, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with, with the viewers, like... As a straight cis man, like, that would be a big fucking deal. If you had waited three weeks to tell me that, I would feel betrayed. Yeah. No, and I totally agree with that. And, like, that it's was... It's the immersion. Sorry. The, sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Um, my thing was, is, like, that was, like, at a really younger time for me, where I think that, like, you know, three weeks into it, that, by then, you should find a minute yeah. to oh, disclose yeah. with somebody. And especially because if feelings are getting involved. For me, I felt like it was best in that situation between you and I to disclose it when it was like, okay, I can obviously see that this person, you know, initially I didn't say anything when we like first hung out because I was like, okay, if it's your first night hanging out with somebody and you just want to have a good night. Yeah. And if you just want to have a good night, then you just have a good night. And chances are like, I'm not even going to probably see this kid again. I've had that. Yeah. mentality as long as it doesn't go anything past platonic right where i'm like yeah. if i don't see this kid again why ruin my night by feeling rejected exactly. or feeling like something different it's like but, why even bother telling somebody something so personal but yeah. when i realized um that you had wanted to pursue something whether it be romantically or platonically or anything when i was like okay this is somebody that's not just for that yeah thing, now this is something he needs to know i have that know? type of mentality too um <clears throat> Like, I even said on my first, the first podcast is, like, when I meet a guy at the club and stuff, I don't disclose that I'm trans, just for my own safety and comfortability, and then as it progresses, like, I get yeah. his number, I always disclose that I am, because I don't want to waste my time. So then, how was your reaction when I had first told you that? Well, I mean, again, denial, right, right, denial, right. denial, denial, mm-hmm. um, but then, I mean, and uh, maybe something I should have mentioned earlier is, like, I have a little bit, I think, a little bit more sympathy. Um, I'm a little bit more, I guess, okay with things than, I guess, the average guy, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, I had a, just a brief diversion. I had a fantastic, like, almost like superhero in, in my family that was gay from a very young age. And uh, 
you know, he's like one of the big influences in my life. So basically, like I had kind of had an exposure to the LGBT community mm -hmm. from a very young age. And because of that, I was okay enough to like simmer down and like chill about it. What was your like initial emotions? Were you like angry? Did you feel I, betrayed? Like I would say I felt a mixture of like uh, kind of like almost like a self-doubt that I didn't know. I was pretty pissed at myself. And I think that maybe, you know, to some of the listeners who had to go through the same thing, maybe the guy has reacted like a very, like a very uh, snap judgment, like angry. There's, I think there's a, an amount of anger at oneself, I think, for not knowing. Because, I mean, you know, I would have put money on it that you were two hot chicks at a rave. Never seen that before. You know <laughs> what I mean? So yeah. it's just, um, there, there's, there's an element of, of self-hate. From, from, again, from the cis, like, from my perspective. Mm -hmm. There's an element of that, and um, I didn't, like, again, you know, you didn't tell me on the first night, but I thought that was reasonable. In yeah. hindsight, I thought it was reasonable that you told me day two. Yeah. You know, within 48 hours. Like, that, that was reasonable, but... You know, and I love that. Like, I love that you mentioned that, and please don't take offense to this, but I do want to mention to any, like, trans listeners that out there um, that may have, like, been experiences that a lot of times that the hate that's directed towards you um when you do tell a guy that you're trans or when you feel like you're a little bit rejected very seldomly does it have anything to do with, with you. you you know yeah. a lot of times a lot of guys question uh, you know we live in a hyper masculine society where a lot of times a guy will question if you are a beautiful girl Right. Or mm -hmm. you're, you're treated as like a regular woman in society. Yeah. And if they find any sort of attraction or anything that like gets them to think anything, a lot of times it does come back to them because there is a question of like insecurity. Does this make me, me gay? gay? You yeah. know, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was yeah. attracted to you. Like, so does this make me gay? No, it wasn't just me either. And me. then, yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Like, I think that that's something that goes through any Ev guys, every guy's mind. And I feel like, um, you know, if they find out or if you tell them you're trans, they're going to start nitpicking at your personal appearance. And that's just not the truth because at one point in time they found you attractive. And now that they know that you're trans, they don't want them to come across as gay. So they bring up anything. And at the end of the day, it just has nothing to do with you. No, it doesn't. Like, it has nothing to do with you. It has mm -hmm. nothing to do with you as a person. But also understand that this is something that you've dealt with. Or, like, I can speak for myself, my transition and me living as a boy and then becoming a woman yeah. took me years mm -hmm. to yeah. identify with and to be okay with. That when you, when you state it to somebody who's never, I mean, you know, derelict is a straight male, you're, you know, a white male, mm -hmm. grown up, and, you know, I, I, I don't know your backstory too much, but, like, had like a certain privilege where those things weren't really something you really had to think about. Never, mm -hmm. ever. Ne ne yeah. never. It never crossed my mind. So, so when you were, were you exposed to the whole LGBT? Well, yeah, you were. But yeah, were yeah. you exposed I, to like the yeah. trans community growing up? Never. Or did you uh, know what it well, was? I mean, um, Kaylin. I, I would say I would say that I knew of it. Like I yeah. knew, you know, LGBT. I knew the T was trans, and I knew uh -huh. what trans was, but. I had never met anybody. You never trans. thought that you would come no, face to face it, with an actual trans like person. You two sitting next to me. This is this is number one and two in my life. Yeah, you would yeah. have never thought. And but you that, said you've like, seen like trans girls like in the in the in aspect passing. of 
Yeah, but I've never met any of them. Yeah, like it was like something you saw. Never personally, no. And um, you know, I come to face to face with gay people all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, my my big brother in my fraternity was gay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I had no problem. Like I knew he was gay, and I signed up. I mean, hey, will you be my big brother? Yeah. I mean, I had no problem. Like I've never had a problem with gay people because of you know my gay uncle who was Superman to me. But at the same time, like. You know, the trans, it just, I, I don't know, and maybe the listeners out there, may, maybe you've experienced this before, but, like, there's just such a lack of awareness about the trans community. I had no idea. And I, you know, consider myself to be, you know, a fairly worldly person. I I just didn't know. Because you've, like, that. traveled the world, like, literally. Yeah. You've, like, I traveled mean, the world. <laughs> and but, but at the same time, like, I was, you know, totally... You know that that really rang the bells because that's the first time for me. But how was my so going back to like your perspective on that second day? So when you had when you had when I had told you I was trans and then you reacted the way you did, how did do how do you recall me handling the situation after that? Well, um, in the initial like text that follow, like I could tell that you were upset, and um, yeah, I can understand like. You know, from your point of view, to uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it like full-on rejection, but like I understand that there were there were some texts that I sent that were maybe insensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I again to the listeners out there, you got to understand from my point of view on the other side, it is tough to to just you know get punched in the mouth and then like contain uh, your your composure and everything. Like you know now. If I had to do it all over again, you know, I'd have like a measured response, you know, if I, in the future, if I had been hit on by trans women in the future, like I would, I would know what to do. Yeah. But for my first time, and you got to understand, I feel like most men, most, you know, cis straight men, like it's going to be their first time. And I just, I was just hit upside the head. And uh, I, Charlotte, I really did not mean to slight you in any way. It, it was just, it was so much at once. It just, it. You gotta understand, viewers out there, you just gotta take my word for it. It was a lot to handle at once. Well, it is a lot to handle, and I didn't, because here's my thing, I feel like, and maybe the, the, like, my response had been a little bit, Kyler and I were talking about this the other day, I'm a very abrasive person, and I'm very, like, I, I cut, like, she doesn't like the bullshit. I really don't, and so, she's very to the point. So, typically, it was just kind of like, and maybe that's something I need to work on, because if a guy's not, like, a hundred percent like on board totally okay yeah. with it like no that's totally fine i'm just like all right bye like, yeah. no you uh, know can, what can I, can I add something that i'm sorry can i add after i listened to your first podcast i realized that like what you guys what, what you two want the most is just like a chill vibe you know yeah. you, you drop it and, and the guy's just like normal this doesn't say anything yeah. oh, okay and so what and after i listened to that i felt so bad about it but see i think that you handled it well because like i mean i think that typically you have to, I mean, like, you have to be understanding when a guy is a little surprised. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, my appreciation for it, um, for the way you reacted was, like, you know, initially I was just like, all right, see ya, like, bye deuces. But then um, you had called me, like, after that exchange and text message. I felt bad. But here's the thing, like, I mean, people take away, like, the importance of somebody just, like, reaching out to you in a direct phone call. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And be like, wait, 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 here, let me, like, sincerely say how I'm feeling. And you had even mentioned, you're like, hey, like, I need about a week to, like, re-view you, like, then how I viewed you. You know what I'm Just saying? Just to calm down. I, I needed a week to calm down. Yeah. And, but he had called me and was like, look, I didn't mean to be, like, insensitive towards anything. I didn't mean to, like, insult you in any way. But, like... You know, and for me, that was just, like, a big thing and, like, kind of where I got to, like, step back a little bit and be all, like, okay, you know what? You do need to give people time. And I think that, like, initially my feelings um, were a little hurt because, like, I feel like a lot of times, even if you're just trying to be friends with somebody, right, that your you being trans dismisses, like, a lot of good qualities you have. You know what I'm saying? And for me, like, I'm just kind of, like, quick to cut anybody out because I'm just like, if that's like, if that's the layer that you just can't accept and you can't view me anymore of like a person than that, then like, I just don't have time. So it's almost as if it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy because instead of giving people the appropriate amount of time and knowing that it is a bombshell for them, I'm pretty quick to just be like, deuces, dude, like, bye. And they're just like, yo, I just needed like a second to like regroup and everything like that. And then... You had mentioned, like, as I said earlier in the podcast, Derelict has been very supportive of the podcast, and he has, like, listened to it. How did you stumble upon the podcast itself? Well, you had mentioned it. Um, we were at IHOP, and, you know, you talked about, you know, your podcast, and it was two T's in a pod, and I remember <laughs> hearing that your dog's attacking me. Oh, um, Bailey. Maya. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I heard about it, and um, I thought, you know, that's cool. You know, they're doing something creative. Like, maybe I should check it out. Yeah. I couldn't find you guys. Uh, I, I couldn't find you two on SoundCloud. If I had, boy, that would have been interesting. <laughs> uh, wrinkle to the night had I found that. And hey, uh, he's like, friend, God. hey, nudge, uh, check this out. Uh, transitioning as a teen versus as a teen. <laughs> I, I tell you what, that would have been something. I hop. Um, like the- now, yeah, granted, remember, remember, people, we're still in like, you know, the opening credits phase. I'd only seen them for like, you know, an two hour. hours. Yeah, two almost. hours max. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been like that big of a deal, but uh, it would have added some added flavor to the night. I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you weren't suspecting at, at all that like night? Like the two T's? No. Like, do you have any, like, suspicion? I, honestly, you know, you know, in the moment, like, you know, you're paying attention to other things. I really just flew over my head. By the way, listeners, that's something you might want to know is, like, straight, like, cis guys are not very observant all the time, <laughs> if ever. So, uh, yeah, I just totally whoosh, went, went right over my head. But, right. uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, so after that had happened, um, so, like, during that week process of where you were just kind of like, okay, you know, I need to take my time, and then you, like, had listened to the podcast... How had your feelings changed prior to your experience to meeting us till, like, now? Yeah. Like, how... Yeah. Well, first of all, um, it's actually, like, coming up on 45 minutes. But I think for your listeners, you should just do, like, a double. Uh-huh. You should just give them, like, an, an extra, like, 45 minutes. You know? If, if you want, I guess. Because, uh... Okay, yeah, because we are at 43 minutes. So like I feel like it just heated up, though, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think so. I think that we could probably even, like, edit it. Maybe extras or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. We'll just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you're asking, like, between the time you told me to now. Is that basically? So, uh, okay. So, it kind of hit me 
that I was very rude. Um, it, that hit me the day afterwards. And, uh, you know, this is somebody that's like, you know, she's telling me like her whole life, basically. Like, she confided something very secret that you, she just can't tell everybody kind of like willy-nilly about this yeah. kind of deal. And uh, I, I kind of felt that I owed her more than very funny, which is snap, you know, judgment. I, I felt I felt kind of, uh, I felt bad about it. And I thought, well, you know, we had good vibes and yeah, a very interesting night showing me the lighthouse and whatnot. <laughs> so, you know what, I, uh, I, I, owe, I owe this chick, you know, a little bit more than that. Like, I can be a little bit better than that. I'm a better human being than that, I would think. So, uh, you know, I, you know we'll, we'll see where this goes. We're going to keep doing this, but, like, now that I know, there's not going to be, like, any, like, harsh hit to it. Like, I know what's coming, and uh, I just kind of try to be chill about it and, I guess, be open-minded yeah is the word i like that i like that um you take into consideration about like how this like is with you as a person because like i said a lot of times when you are rejected as a trans woman very few times does it have to do with the trans woman themselves mm-hmm. um and i think that like a lot of times guys it like forces them into the self-reflection and you know i really can't i think that that's more so your avenue to speak on because i couldn't I, like, I can't even, when I think about, like, putting myself in a position of a guy that goes through that, I can't even, like... Understand the thought. Yeah, I can't yeah. even, like, I can't, I don't know what the steps are. I don't know, like, what process you go through. And I don't think that sometimes that they even care to really go through it. Mm-hmm. Because it is new. It's that initial, oh, she has a penis, I'm not gay, bye. Well, and also, like, think about it, like, so, like, our whole lives like for me and Kyler, like our whole lives, we have accepted that things are a little different for us. Mm-hmm. Um, that in certain, like the, the normal realm of what, how you're supposed to navigate through life is a little bit different for us. And oh, we've yeah. accepted that our whole lives. Um, but then you take like a straight male who has like the idea of, you know, what his dream girl would be like or yeah. how it would be when he like gets married or things like that. You have, I would imagine that when a girl that you find attractive or that something happens where you're like there's good vibes and you're kind of mm-hmm. wondering what the future would unfold, when that's brought on you, your whole future that you had like kind of thought about. It's different, yeah. But, I mean, and obviously, like, this is a girl you're like going to IHOP with. And right. you're just like, you know, you're not this planning like, your yeah. whole future. But what your future would look like just change and I think that a lot of the times that the women that you're attracted to or the the people that you seek for in to be your partner has to go into something that like you've reflected on your whole life uh-huh. and when you talk to them and they're really nothing like that mm-hmm. like it changes everything and or it makes you question like it makes you rearrange and it, to be honest, and this is kind of goes into last week's podcast of internalized transphobia, I have wondered what kind of men would want want that? Why couldn't like a good, confident man be like, not for me, I'm sticking with my original standards. Yeah. And see, here's the thing is that like I do truly believe that trans people can be in healthy relationships with healthy successful men it just takes the right man and it takes a little bit longer for us but at the same time it takes a long time for cis people as well and i feel like as trans women we get 
we get down upon ourselves. So, yeah. Okay. Well, so we are, <laughs> we're at 47 minutes, guys. So we're going to go ahead and um, wrap this up. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I've been drinking. So I Yeah, we've all been the, drinking. It's okay. So I guess. But anyways. <laughs> Extras. Do you want to offer them like, you know, give, give the people what they want. Give, give them a little something more. Maybe like an extra that we throw in there. Yeah, I think so. I okay. think that we're probably going to continue recording. I think that we're also just, you know, going to like hang out too. Because like this was like also like a night where we were playing just, just like hang out kicking and Kicking it and yeah. stuff. And if, if more inspiration comes, we will. We'll hop back on the computer. And we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um. As you guys know that my, or if you knew from our last podcast, my Instagram handle is char0418. My Snapchat, which will be soon fixed, is char underscore nice rack. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my Instagram is Tyler, my dear, K-Y-L-E-R, my dear. And my Snapchat is Mermaid Queen, all three in one. Thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys have